Thinking about moving to Northern Virginia and the national capital region, or just want to know what it's like there to visit for a vacation, or maybe you have some friends or family there, you'll have a friend there now, an AJ Law realtor right there in the Northern Virginia and national capital region. Uh, say hi to everybody, AJ. Hey, how's it going, everyone? <laughs> this is Want to Move. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the show, uh, Want to Move There, the show giving all humans, I used to say, and I put this in all caps, AJ, because I used to say Central Pennsylvania's, Central right. Pennsylvanians, giving them info if they want to move somewhere else. But this works for anybody wanting to move anywhere we're talking about. So it's the show devoted to all humans, giving them the information they need uh, to decide whether or not they want to move to the place the guest is talking about. Um, I am Derek Bixler, your host, realtor of 15 years. I grew up on the hill, went to Mechanicsburg high school go wildcats went up to penn college of technology in williamsport and have been back here ever since had a few sales jobs before i started selling real estate 15 glorious years ago call me if you need to buy or sell a home call me text me email me throw a rock through my window send a carrier pigeon whatever you need to do we still need inventory pretty badly and aj's gonna let us know in a minute uh what it's like there or in more than a minute because we're gonna talk about some other stuff first uh, a reminder that whether you are watching uh live or on the replay ask a question in the comments say hi to myself or aj um, and if we don't see it while we're doing it, we will come back later and address it. There's a lot going on. Um, a lot of times I miss the little notification. And I think I have to tell the other person. I don't think you get the notification. So if I miss it, we all miss it. But whatever. <laughs> Put it in the comments. Right. We'll come back later. And also a reminder that all the replays are available on YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. So audio, video, anywhere you consume your content, you can find it there. And now I'm going to shut up and let AJ come in, um, say hi to everybody again, and also tell everybody uh, what the last movie you watched is while I pull up your bio to tell oh, everybody about yourself. So. movie that I watched. I actually, so I watched the Netflix, it's not a movie, it's a Netflix series of uh, the Colin Kaepernick Black and White, I think it was called. Okay. Uh, that was pretty interesting. Um, and then I tried to watch uh, some Christmas movies yesterday, to be honest with you, and I just couldn't find one that would just gravitate towards me. I thought it was a little too early. <laughs> Fan of Elf? Yeah, yeah, but I was like, I just, you know, because we haven't gone past Thanksgiving yet, and I was like, oh, I'm pushing the luck here, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, even the day, even before, like the week of leading up to Halloween, they were already getting rid of it, and the Christmas stuff was going up in our grocery stores. I was like, what's oh, yeah, happening? Same here. Walmart, Target, they, they already had the Christmas trees up and lights out. I'm like, can we get past Halloween first? Right. And I think uh, actually Thanksgiving tests as the favorite holiday, as the top favorite holiday, which they just pretty much skip over. But it's everybody's or I think it's the, at the rated the highest because it's nice. It's all the same stuff. And you're still looking forward to Christmas, maybe. Right. Um, who knows? Well, I, I, I don't know if they're looking forward to Thanksgiving or Black Friday the day after. Right. Because <laughs> what I've noticed, like going into like Best Buy and Walmart recently, they've already got the Black Friday specials starting. So it's, it's, it's interesting because it's the first time I've seen this happen. Yeah. I mean, they started doing it. Weren't they doing it like the week before at some point? It got yeah. out of control at some point. And then they all said, whoa, whoa, we're messing the system up. Uh, right. Let's go back. But I, I think there is a cyber something and whatever. Cyber um, Monday right after the Black Friday. And then what I heard was now, or the, at least this year, they're going in phases of what they're bringing out. So it leads up to Black Friday. So that's interesting, too. Gotcha. So you got to check in every day to get get whatever exactly. discount. <laughs> Luckily, I don't I don't ever pay attention to that stuff. I just get what I'm going to get. And I get it usually at the last minute. So I never get advantage Same of here. that. Thank yeah. God for Amazon. 
Exactly. Exactly. They, uh, they deliver everywhere, including uh, Woodbridge, Virginia. So it looks like, I'm going to read your bio now, looks oh. like you uh, are born and raised where we're talking about. So that's pretty awesome. AJ is going to be your man if you're visiting or buying a house for sure, if you're born and raised. So you well, grew no, up I, was actually right born in, I was actually born in Boston, moved to New York, and actually settled in, in Woodbridge. Okay. Well, at what age? At five. At five. Moved All right. New York to, to, to Virginia at the age of five, simply because of schooling. That makes sense. And that qualifies as being able to say, I grew up there. I think if it was much Absolutely. more, maybe at seven or eight, maybe you got to cut it off. Definitely at 10, but five, no, I, I think. Elementary school <laughs> through college. I mean, all right here in the heart of Woodbridge, Virginia. Nice. So you grew up right there. You did go to Potomac High School. You went to Strayer University for criminal justice. Your favorite color is blue. Very common. Pretty much blue or pink is everybody's answer. Uh, a couple reds in there. Uh, I've got favorite... one today. <laughs> there you go. And uh, your favorite food is tacos. Another uh, pretty common thing. I think, uh, is it Max, Tex-Mex, whatever we're calling it these days? I think that's probably the most popular food in the nation at this point. Um, you don't have any pets. You don't have any kids. And you're not married. And like I said before, single and ready to mingle. So ladies, <laughs> reach out. Uh, buy or sell a house. Or if you want a date in the national capital region. And your hobbies are uh, cars, football, and basketball. It's football season right now. And I will preface this with I know nothing about sports or football or anything. Uh, the joke with all my friends is if there's like a text thread or something talking about football, I'm going to answer with what's football or something like <laughs> out, like like I hope they get a home run or something like that. So I do. Right. kind of know about it i like playing sports just don't like watching them so uh what's your favorite team what's going on right now in football so my favorite team is new orleans saints um this year we've got a new quarterback um still pretty good record i think when i checked yesterday and i haven't been following it very closely this year um i think we're like five and three this for right now um would have to double check the stats on that but yeah i played football and uh growing up i played basketball growing up uh, skills are a little rusty right now, but could definitely get get down with the football and uh, basketball. That was going to be my next question. Growing up, did you play in any sports? Do any extracurriculars? Did you do any like b debate club or band or gifted <laughs> or any of those other things? So, uh, so I did play the drums in uh, I think it was middle school or high school for a little bit. So you were uh, you were going to give that up? You were going <laughs> to mention the sports and leave out the band? Yeah, I was going to leave the band part out, right? So I played the drums for a little bit. Um, I was actually in a sound and light club um, in high school. I, I led that. Um, so all the plays, all the background music and stuff, I actually was a part of that part. Um, growing up, I was always ambitious and wanting to be a DJ. So this was like the leeway in. Uh, friend, My best friend and I, we always talked about having a DJ company. So that was that was it. I feel you on that. I got mixers. I got an old Gemini mixer in the that's followed me since, I don't know when I got that, 13 yeah. or something, little... Four channels, I think, uh, right. but sound and light. So actually the, the more geeky thing or the things you weren't mentioning are probably the most useful things now in your life <laughs> as a realtor, right? Right. When all the, all the ring lights that we need and the, the effects and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and so did you, uh, did you have any like business sense when you were younger? Did you ever think about that stuff or entrepreneurship or working for yourself or anything like so, that? Funny thing is, is I've come from a background of family members that own businesses. My parents own restaurants and, and uh, convenience stores growing up. So I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, I just didn't have the financial means to be a, an entrepreneur without asking parents for help. So I actually started, uh, 
really young. I think I purchased my first house at the age of 19 as an investor right before the crash. And it was one of those where, you know, I rented out rooms and I stayed in the master bedroom and, and kind of made it a quote unquote business um, to be able to get into real estate as an investor. Lost my shirt um, during the crash and uh, wasn't licensed at the time. And in 2015, uh, got my license and kind of started my own business because I felt like I had a passion for it, enjoyed it. And it, you didn't need a whole bunch of, I guess, capital to start, right? It was real estate's all about building relationships. And, and so that's what I'm good at. So your first house you said was at 19 and you were house hacking. Was that while you were in Strayer University? Was that like your, that was your student housing? Yeah, well, that was so. Uh, Strayer University was online. I went online because I was working full time at a. Uh, I was in banking at the time as a branch manager, so it was basically house hacking. Had uh, all the rooms rented out and basically lived just by paying utilities. And who'd you rent the rooms? Separate rooms. So how many bedrooms? How many people? So I had two bedrooms upstairs that I rented out, and then I rented out the basement. So I had three other people living with me at the same time. So this, I didn't know we were going to get a little uh, mini house hacking class for everybody <laughs> while we were at it. That's your own little added touch. So, yeah. uh, so you said you lost your shirt. So what you bought at the height, were you getting good rents? Was it covering the mortgage? What was going on there? Um, so yeah, so I lost my shirt in terms of like, yeah, so it was covering the mortgage and everything, but when the house next door to you sells for like $400,000 less than what you purchased the house for, and you're like, what do I do? You know? So you go the short sale route to try and, you know, recoup as much as you can because tenants tend to leave and, and it's like you're you're in way over your head at that point in time, you know. So Yeah. And you I guess you're in a market where you can have swings that big because that swing that big here doesn't really happen ever, even back then, maybe a little bit, but um and we'll talk about your market a little bit. Uh what was I gonna say? House hacked. Do you do, do you still have that or you don't? No, I don't have that, but I do have a couple others that I uh, have as rental properties at the moment. Nice. Multifamily? No, just townhouses. Okay. Yeah. And then you said you got licensed in 2015? Correct. And what did you, did you start by yourself or on a team or how? Well, I initially started, so I was a government contractor working uh, for all the three letter agencies. Uh, I was doing uh, Intel and cybersecurity. So, uh, Real estate was again a passion and it was something I wanted to get into. Um, and so I got licensed and I started off as a solo agent um, up through 2017. Um, and then I had a life changing event. Um, and so uh, at that point in time, I was like, you know what? I need to just take a leap of faith and get into real estate full time because my numbers were great doing it as a part time agent. And in 2018, I joined a team for a short period of time and uh now i'm back to being a solo agent and uh just just doing what i do making clients happy one house at a time <laughs> there you go so what about uh the criminal justice why did what made you even go into that when you went we're taking classes so, anyway interesting so I, when i got out of high school i went right into banking so i initially started off my my degree was in accounting i was like i'm a numbers guy right but banking debit and credit is completely different than accounting debit and credit confused, confused myself. And so I went from that, I changed my major to business management or uh, business administration. And then I stopped going to college. I was like, you know, I'm making decent money. I really don't need this degree. 
you know, I'm, I'm on my way up. I'm great at what I'm doing. And then I got into government contracting and our contractor was getting ready to come up and they said, Hey, you either have to be in school or have had your degree in order to maintain your job. Well, I'm not going to lose my job just because I don't have a degree. So I re-enrolled in school and changed my major to criminal justice because at the time I was doing Intel and I figured it just fit. And I always wanted to be an attorney or a doctor. So I was like, I don't really, I mean, doctor is kind of out of the way right now. And being an attorney and going into criminal justice based on what I was doing kind of fit in line. So that's why I got criminal justice. Yeah. And I feel you on, uh, doing something and then realizing that's not what you want to do. Or I did plastics engineering when I first went up to Penn college of technology because, oh, wow. and I, I went there because there was only like two places that even had the major at the, t it was like MIT and there, and I wasn't going right. to MIT for multiple <laughs> reasons. Um, so I went there and within one semester, I'm like, this is all math. I don't like, I did it because the job I'm good at math and the job, it was like 80 grand with a two year. It was something crazy. Um, right. so I did it, but then it was like, I don't want to do math my whole life. And then I switch to business administration or something general just because I didn't know what else to do. And then I didn't finish either. So we are uh, pretty similar <laughs> in that respect. Is. So now you are a realtor in, in your area. And let's tell everybody what that area is. I'm going to bring up a map here to let everybody know. And while I'm bringing up the map, you can kind of just describe generally where you're located. So and what I'm market in, you I serve. Virginia area. Um, so I go as far as Arlington County, uh, right outside the Pentagon. So from the Pentagon all the way down, I would say to um, Spotsylvania County, which is south, closer to um, the Bowling Green area. So I, care, I cover a, a wide range um, and I go as far as west as Gainesville Haymarket area as well. So um, when you're looking and thinking of Northern Virginia, think of Quantico Marine Corps Base, think about Fort Belvoir, think about the Pentagon. Um, those are the kind of like the just of the area of, that I cover, Alexandria, Arlington, Fairfax, um, Loudoun County, the richest county out there. So um, where the Redskins have their um, practice field and such. So definitely in, in that region is where I'm at. Huh. Richest County. We'll talk about that. I want to hear about that. I did not know that. Like I said, I'm aware that your market is somewhat crazy, but, um, so anybody that watching, uh, that just in the U S that just doesn't know geography at all, or if somebody abroad is watching this and wants to know where he's located, we're looking at a globe here, uh, on our handy dandy Google maps. And you can see over here, the big pin disregard all my favorite spots up and down here <laughs> and we'll zoom in and you pretty much as far as the globe goes, you're on the east uh, coastal shore of the U.S. and Washington, D.C., which is the capital of the United States, obviously, is right there. Baltimore, another big city, big port city. Um, and then you can see you are like right there. So that's why it's the national capital region, because it consists of I like what you said already, I think, uh, D.C., Virginia, Maryland. Uh, any others? No, nope, D.C., those Maryland, things? yeah. That, that's yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like literally 30 minutes from DC or Maryland, depending on what direction I go. I'm on 95. So I, I'm, I'm not licensed in DC or Maryland, but I do have partnering agents that I could definitely uh, assist, you know, making that uh, connection. And then right now I am zooming in on your actually, you're actually located in Woodbridge. Is that correct? Correct. Yep. I sit right in Woodbridge. And this is correct. Kind of what it's showing me here where yep, it is. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. 
So that's like actually right on the water. Can you take a boat all the way out if you wanted to? You could, you could, you could absolutely take a boat all the way to Maryland, um, DC. It'll cost you gas, but it, you can get there. <laughs> <laughs> Boats are expensive. Right? The best yeah. day on a boat is the day you buy it and the day you sell it. Is that what the saying is? That's what they say. That's absolutely right. That's the exact quote that my friend told me when I wanted to buy a boat about three years ago. They were like, the best day is when you buy it and then when you sell it. I was like, okay. Not yeah, going. you just I'm need a friend with a boat. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Or you just rent it when the amount of times you could rent it without buying it. You, most things, uh, if you thought true. like I was thinking about getting a four wheeler and I was like, well, I could probably just find one to rent the four times a year. I'm going to use it and spend like nothing on it. Right. Because more from what I hear is once you get a boat, as much as you say you're going to get on the water, you don't unless you actually have a, a group of guys that, you know, religiously go out all the time. And being right. a realtor, you know, most of our time is spent on the weekend showing houses so it would never really get to use it when it's meant to be used yeah unless you uh you were in italy or where are the gondolas where yeah. there are places where you'd have to use a boat to show houses right exactly exactly <laughs> that'd be pretty awesome if you were showing docking dock houses with docks and you took them out on a boat to look at houses you'd be the that man that would be pretty awesome <laughs> so this is good segue actually into what we're talking about so we'll start off with what's the landscape like so here in central pa we got lots of hills lots of mountains no big mountains but it is kind of hilly and mountainy um is it flat there since you're kind of close to the coast or what's it like yeah i would say it's flat i mean we've got trails and such like that like um but like as far as topography basically I would say flat. We've got some hiking trails. Um, the further north you go, like um, I'm trying Great Falls area, there's some some uh, some great mountain mountainy areas there. But other than that, mostly flat. How far would the drive to like Shenandoah or something like that be? So Shenandoah, I want to say, is west. And I'm I'm horrible with maps and geography, but I think that's west. Um, that's about for me. It's about an hour and ten minute drive. Oh, that's not bad. That's no, pretty anything hour or so is is definitely within a day's drive, at least oh, for absolutely. me. I, I drive that far oh. all the time to get somewhere. I tell people like when they're relocating to the area and they ask about traffic and just how long it will take them to get anywhere. I plan an hour to get anywhere, even if it's groceries on a weekend, because we have such an influx of people coming to the area and leaving the area because of what we're surrounded by. Right. Lots of jobs, lots of resources, lots of ports yeah. and everything, logistics and yeah, which is why you got the richest county <laughs> county in the nation. Would that be on the planet? Probably not Dubai or somebody maybe. No, yeah, it's, it's a nation. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so it's mostly flat, but you can get to any mountains or any kind of like that kind of stuff if you want to pretty easily, pretty quickly. And obviously Virginia is a pretty outdoorsy place. So you just yes. happen to be way over there by the water and everything. Um, which gives you the ability to have all the water stuff available. Uh, what about the weather? Since you're kind of to the coast, do you get hurricanes and do you get hit with rain and that kind of stuff more than we do? Oh, we, we have what we call bi bipolar weather, right? It could be uh, 40 degrees in the morning. By afternoon, it's 70, you know, and by the evening, it's raining. And then it's, you know, you get all four seasons in one day. Huh. So it's kind of like, I remember Florida. I say this probably every episode. I I remember Florida being notoriously like it's super sunny and then all of a sudden it's really cloudy, pours for 10 minutes and then all of a sudden it's super sunny again. So the same type of thing? Sort of, kind of, yeah. Just, just again, it, it could be raining in one area and be completely sunny in a different area. So yeah, 
but we could definitely get all four seasons in one day. Yeah, and it looks like I just brought the map up again here because I wanted to look. It is kind of, so if there was a hurricane or something, you have all of Delaware and whatever else, part of, yeah, Delaware and Maryland there buffering it before it gets to you. Before so they're hits, not like yeah. right on there. Um, so it's not too bad, probably. Do you have shutters? You have, sh you have the shutters on the houses do not work. Is Am I correct? I, I haven't seen them work. You know, um, and well, we haven't really explored. I mean, we've had hailstorms at at the worst. I haven't really ex uh, experienced a, a hurricane in my direct, you know, area that I service. So not super bad, probably worse than we get it. Maybe slightly because you're a little bit towards the coast more. But um, right. okay. And then for people outside of the area, I know what you get the Four Seasons because we're getting pretty much the same thing here. But tell everybody that doesn't know what the Four Seasons are like. Does it get really cold, really hot? What What's it like? So it gets it gets hot. Um, as far as cold, we over the last five years, I would say that we've had very mild winter. Um, if we get snow over the last and I'm only going to speak for the last five years, we've probably gotten an inch or two at most um but when it when we do get snow like i would say with snowmageddon was what 2011 2012 maybe that's when we had like the six foot snow and or whatever it was and that's when every everything was shut down we are very well equipped with getting the roads cleaned and stuff i'm not sure you can speak to this too being in pa um we have a budget for vdot to to clean the snow right off the roads and stuff so infrastructure doesn't completely shut down as it did in Texas. Uh, what was it last year? Um, so you're safe on that part. Yeah, us, us people up here in the Northeast, definitely, I'd say Virginia and up, we all salt trucks are ready. There's piles yeah. of salt everywhere. Uh, there's a big budget for that kind of stuff. Schools might get closed here and there. Now they do they it have easier. seven or 10 days that they have to use. So it's like those sick leaves days. You just might. Well, not anymore. <laughs> they expect them to do that zoom and yeah, not miss a day true. now. This yeah. They losing the snow day, at least here. They, I don't, yeah, that's an actual thing. They got rid of them and they're supposed to, if there's a snow day, you school at home, which oh. I'm going to protest. I'm not just not going to do it. We're going sledding. <laughs> we're going sledding on that day, right on. Uh, but you are with us and we're ready for it. But like you said, we don't get a ton of snow. We get a few inches in the last few years. It seems like less. Sometimes you get that like foot just when you think the uh, winter is over that one. Right. Um, but we do get a lot of sleet and freezing rain. Do you guys get that a lot? Yeah, we get that. We get a lot of that. Um, those are not the fun days because it's, it's extra cold. And those are the days you just want to sit inside and have like hot cocoa or something. <laughs> turn on a, <laughs> a good movie. Yeah. And it's almost more dangerous than snow is. And I'd rather actually have snow because the act of snow falling on you is less annoying than rain falling on you. So if it's going to be rain or snow, rain give me. Yeah. Ice cold rain coming on you. And depending on what direction, if it's hitting you in your face and stuff, it's not pleasant. And then you're heating, you're up here with us in the Northeast, so we probably heat, we use heat a lot more than we use AC, not to saying it doesn't get super hot in the summer sometimes, but in general, we're heating more in the year than we are cooling. What do you guys typically heat with there? Is there still like oil around? Are you natural gas if possible? What so do you we have with? natural gas and electric. There are some areas that are still on the oil. Um, no, well, yeah, those are like very older homes that are still on the baseboard heating. Um, very few of those homes um, that I've come across, but yeah, they, it's still a possibility. 
Yeah, similar to here, those old like 1900, 1920 houses have the old oil in there, which can actually be good. Oil is not the worst way, people no, think. It's, it's just because they're in the old houses that suck at keeping the heat in that they get a bad rap. But if you had a new house with an oil system and everything was the bomb, it's probably, I know some dudes that would talk you into it for sure. Oh, yeah, they say uh, it's nothing more efficient. I mean, again, going back to your point, it's the insulation in the windows that can't maintain the heat in the home. So it it falls back to being that the oil heat is not efficient it's not that's not the case yeah totally and if you run out of uh, out of fuel you just go get some diesel because it's the same thing which i didn't know till i i, I didn't know that either. house yeah you just well i had tenants and they were like uh heat's not on and i was like oh no i forgot to order it and that's when i figured out somebody was like you know it's just diesel and they char i think they charge a different amount for it and maybe it's dyed a different color or something or a different smell but it's just diesel it really so you just go get i went and go get gallons of diesel pour it in there and then nice. order some oil yeah okay um so uh you can see my tab i brought up here yep. commuting you started talking about the commuting and the local travel a little bit so tell us again well, let's start with where do people like where you live in that Northern Virginia, right outside of DC area, where are people mainly working that live there? So a lot of people are working at Quantico or going into DC um, and or the Pentagon. And there's different ways to get to those different things, right? There's the VRE, Virginia Railway Sa uh, Station. There's the Metro. There is slug lots. Um, basically what it is, it's a big commuter lot where you can jump in the car and I, sound, I know this sounds scary. You can jump in the car with some, another professional most of the time um, that is going in the direction that you're going. And there's drop off locations like Pentagon has a drop off location um, where you can slug to the Pentagon and then jump on the metro from the Pentagon and get into D.C. if you don't want to drive. So there is public transportation as well. Is that would you say that's the better way to go? Yeah. Um, it just depends, right? If you if you're not a driver and you don't want to pay, there's also what we have an HOV, uh, high high occupancy vehicle lanes, um, which I'm sure you're familiar with as well, Derek. Um, if you have three or more people, no, vehicle, actually, we don't have those in P. Well, maybe maybe in Philly, maybe, but nowhere. I don't I don't know that we do. Although I've seen them other places, obviously. Okay, all right. So yeah, so basically, high occupancy vehicles, like three or more people, you can ride those lanes for free. Um, if it's under under three, you have to pay those for those. So the purpose of getting into the slug lots is you can actually ride with somebody that's getting to the same general area of where you're trying to go to for work for free, save on gas and everything. But in terms of driving anywhere, I would say an hour to go any of those locations that we spoke of Pentagon, D.C., um, depending on where you're coming from. Do you have easy pass there? Yes, we do. All righty. So you'd be surprised. I didn't even know. Like, who was it? Yeah. Anita in Kansas one, uh, City, maybe. Yeah, we have one right here. It's an easy pass. There you go. Easy pass. I don't know why they don't just bake it into the cars and let you, like, activate your car. Because it yeah. might be the next thing. You never know, right? With all this technology coming into the vehicles. You know, you got yeah. free Wi Fi, you've got Bluetooth, I mean, everything. So. I mean, you don't even actually, there is no toll now. It's just, even if you don't have an easy pass, you just drive through it, scans your license plate, and then you get a thing. So right, I mean, they could just do that with the easy pass too, I would they think. They could, they could, but the fees, the the, the uh, admin fees end up costing more than the actual toll. So my sister gets several of those tickets on a monthly basis, and I don't understand why she won't get an easy pass. She goes, I'll get to it when I get to it. I'm like, okay. 
<laughs> yeah, I couldn't live without my Easy Pass. You almost don't remember it or think about it anymore. But so you do have Easy Pass. I did not. I thought all of the U.S. kind of had the Easy Pass, but there are places that do not have the Easy Pass. Right, um, and different areas have different types of Easy Passes. If you notice on the one that I pulled up, um, I'll pull it back out. It actually has a little button here which says HOV on and HOV off. So depending on if you have three people in the vehicle or not, you can, that's the way to tell the system you get charged or you don't get charged. Huh, see, you just, we don't have those. So I just learned something too about the easy pass. So you have a switch. So when you do that, and is that lane one lane, one direction all day? Cause I've heard of those where it's just one lane and, and they stop all the traffic and nobody can go. And then the, at the, when the rush hour is going the other way, they turn it on the other way. Is it that Correct. kind of, yep. or is it That's, by, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's based on the hour, they change it. Like wow. they have like a time block of, like let's say five, from five in the morning till about, I think 11, 11.30, it's going north. And then from 11.30 till about, you know, nine, 10 o'clock at night, it's going south. Huh. It's interesting. It, it turns it into kind of like a car train because it just gets everything flowing nice and perfect. And that's why robots can do it better because it just <laughs> they'll keep a perfect distance and just turn everything right. into a car train. Yeah. Uh, all right. So allow about an hour to get anywhere, which is maybe double of here, but um, doesn't seem super, super crazy considering where you are and how much goes on there and uh, the population and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, like I said, you're obviously in the national capital region. Is that the main employer, the government, and then all the services that come to service the government, 100%. which could be anything, I guess. It's 100% the military, the government. Um, you've got a lot of government contractors in this region. And the biggest, biggest thing is, is Amazon's headquarters. Number two is coming into Arlington and to the Crystal City area. Um, fun fact there is I actually used to work right down the street from where um, HQ2 is coming. So I'm very familiar with that area as well. So yeah, those, those are those are our major employers. Huh, that was a big deal. That was in, everybody was trying to get that. I think Pittsburgh and Pennsylvania was trying to get H, what'd you call it? HQ headquarters too for Amazon. HQ2, yep, HQ2. Does uh, self-driving cars or any kind of like that kind of stuff come with that, you think? No, I haven't seen, well, there's, you know, there's talks of that coming in just in general nationwide. But I think it's in trial in California at the moment or a couple of the other areas, but they haven't hit us yet. And with uh, all the military there, you probably have a lot of veterans, a lot of military in general. Uh, do you have a military uh, hospital around? Because I know here there's one somewhat close and there aren't there are only so many around the country, I guess. So right. people tend to gravitate, especially once they're uh, retired or, or whatever, they need to be close to one. So is there one? So there is one in, in D.C. and they are actually building a whole brand new facility in Stafford County. Um, which is about from where I'm sitting, about 15, 20 minutes south. Um, it's that that it's a brand new facility that they're they're going to be uh, building, and I've heard talks. I don't know how true it is. Is they're actually taking the the operations from DC and bringing them all to Stafford County? So oh, wow, TBD. That don't quote me on that. It's just been some articles that I've read uh, back when this all started. And that'd be good for where you live. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's supposed to bring tons of jobs, tons of, you know, um, individuals that are in need of medical care, relocating to the area. So 
very familiar and then with medical Neil. in general I'm, a, I'm assuming like everywhere else medical in general there's big hospital systems and oh, plenty yeah. of that kind I of stuff growing Sintera. and growing yeah we've got inova system we've got centera we've got um there's another big one that's uh that people talk about all the time as well. I can't think of it right now off the top of my head. But that's they seem to be consolidating all those. Our area too is Penn State. Pretty, it's all Penn State health system. And then I think there's like Pinnacle, and there's pretty much two that that run everything. Right, right, right. Yep. I know. And then the anything, anything else you can think of? Is it a port area? You're obviously in there where stuff comes, but is Baltimore. that a port area or ba not? Baltimore. Okay. I, from a port standpoint, I would say Baltimore is our, our main port. Um, and then our, you know, we have our international airport, which is Dulles Airport, um, which is on the gotcha. Yeah. So port port uh, traffic doesn't come up the river; um, it just comes up. What is that? Is that Potomac Bay? Is that what that's called? Yep. I'm sounding Chesapeake Bay. That's the Chesapeake Bay. Duh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That Baltimore would be it then, and and obviously freight's not going to come up the Potomac River. Probably nothing big. What do uh people do on the Potomac river they they fish they they boat um some i think even swim i mean i'll be honest with you i'm not a I, unless i can see what i'm stepping into i stay away from the water <laughs> i'm pretty adventurous but i'm kind of with you on that one i don't if it's clear it could be a thousand feet deep if i kind of see it it's not too bad but as soon as it gets dark and i can't see what's up I, i'm kind of with you on that one i think yeah i gotta go i can't stay in it so you said people fish and and boat and jet ski and that kind of stuff do they yeah. have like fireworks and stuff like we have like a riverfront park and there's fireworks over that and people line up with pontoon boats and everything does that kind of thing happen? so during july 4th there's a couple of restaurants that are sitting right on the potomac and they they'll do like firework shows and such um at the end of the season beginning of the season of for summer um but other than that not really and are there like brew fests and like first Fridays and arts fest and whatever oh, yeah. we have that kind all of the stuff all the time? Stuff. Yeah, yeah. All the traditional, you know, events that take place. We have brew fest. We have Oktoberfest that just passed. Um, we have, um, you know, Fourth of July get togethers. All the things that you could imagine in any town. There are small towns that, that I service that all host their own version of it to even Patty's, St. Patty's Day. So each town will have like their own little, you know, pub crawl and such. Does your town uh, drop anything particular? Like we have Dillsburg, they drop a pickle. Um, Harrisburg drops a strawberry for some reason. I'm not sure why. Um, do you have any droppings of anything? You weird? know what? That's a very good question. And I don't have the answer to that. I don't think so. But don't quote me on that. If not, you should start it. That would be a cool thing. Right? <laughs> Right. And right. then what about like breweries and, and distilleries and all that, what I keep calling crunchy or trendy or hipster the stuff? have become the thing in the recent, I would say last two to three years, we're seeing more and more breweries pop up in and around town. Um, we're talking smaller breweries to, to even mainstream breweries, I would say, in my opinion. I mean, I don't know what, I'm not a big beer person. So to me, you know, all breweries are the same, but I'm definitely seeing an uptake in that. And um, it's just a new trend, like you mentioned. 
Yeah. I think part of the reason is uh, I think breweries, craft breweries, hard to say, um, were selling at like one of the highest multiples of any other business class. That and I think HVAC companies really, really good. Um, so that, that makes sense that people would want to start them with the intention of then selling it to a big brand, which is what a lot of people do or consolidating right. it or what, whatever. Um, so what about a driving vacation? What's your like here, Jersey Shore? Obviously, we drive other places as well. But if somebody said, what's the number? Number one driving destination for a vacation in Central PA, it would be the Jersey Shore. Um, what would you say is is people there? Um, I would say Shandoah, right? If you like the mountains and you want a cabin and stuff like that, um, or if you want to go to the beach, you can go to Virginia Beach, which is about from where I'm sitting, three and a half hours um, south. Um, they have a great outlet mall out there that I personally love going to just just for shopping aspect of things. Um, where else could people go? I mean, it's always fun to go into D.C., right? It's a quick 45-minute drive. You sight, uh, sightsee. Um, all the festivities that take place in D.C. are always fun. Um, uh, and everything else? there is free, right? Because every – well, all the museums, all, all the, the government-run stuff is free because it's paid for by us, right? Correct, yeah. And there's sometimes – You already paid for it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's somehow we've paid for it. And there's sometimes you, – you do have to get tickets. Like if you want to go see the money printing – um area like there's tickets and there's certain hours you can only get tickets and they go in groups um even with the the smithsonian's and stuff like there's limited number of tickets per day um from my understanding yeah it's an all there's a lot to do in dc even if you were just gonna walk around outside and take pictures of cool buildings there's a lot to do in dc oh absolutely i mean if you're a history person you definitely want to go and explore dc and everything that dc has to offer um and and surprisingly virginia has a lot of history as well uh in the fredericksburg um area um even in old town alexandria um there's a lot of history there as well i think the marathon the marine corps marathon i followed my ex-wife who ran it but it goes into virginia i think or maryland it goes across marathon ran was the last one i heard about was in fredericksburg virginia if that's okay yeah if that's the one yeah this one was dc dc um maybe yeah i'm pretty sure it was called the dc but it went into arlington i think it definitely went across the river or something arlington's like literally right across the bridge from dc okay they met at the pentagon and they ran through dc right off of the uh i want to say the gw bridge or something like that yeah that was fun and I, I followed on bike, and that was even hard. So <laughs> a marathon's no joke. Shout out to Elkin, who just ran a marathon yesterday. Right, right. Yeah, and the New York on one. Top of that. Yeah, exactly. And he said his time sucked, and I think he still said it. Whatever he said, I was thinking, that's still a fairly decent time. Um, what, right. What he said was still, like, in the four hours, which is pretty good, I think. Um so you mentioned Shenandoah. For the people that don't know what Shenandoah is, it's a, uh, I don't know if it's part of the Appalachian Mountains. I guess it is because the Appalachian Trail goes in there. So it's part of the Appalachian Mountain Range. And there's actually a scenic highway that you could just drive through, uh, kind of like on the ridge Skyline of all the mountains drive. with, yeah, Skyline Drive um, that you can do. And that's free, I think, to get in. I don't think there's a toll. I don't I think, think it's there's free. a toll. No, it's just, yeah, it's just a nice little drive. And a lot of, and then like, all- if you're a car person, like a lot of car meets just like just to drive as a, a caravan we're gonna drive up there take photos and just hang out for the day and then drive back 
Totally. And motorcycles are a great, yeah, I, if I didn't, I don't have one, but if I did, that'd be an awesome place to go. And then there's tons of places you can stop to take pictures and to hike. And there's endless, I mean, you could hike to Maine or to Georgia if you wanted, because you can meet up with the Appalachian Trail there. Obviously, right. I will say if you want to see bears, every time I go there, I see a bear. Here, never see anything there. I mean, there's more there and you can tell because there's the steel boxes in every camp place. You got to put right. it, there's signs up everywhere. But no joke, if you want to see a bear, you could probably see one there. See, that's why I stay in the city <laughs> and away from all of that. As long as you're not between a mom and a cub, I think you'd be all right. But right on. <laughs> hopefully, let's knock on wood for the next time I see one. And it's on my list right now. The uh, They're changing leaves. So I might go Friday, actually, to hit up Shenandoah because it's awesome in the fall when everything's changing and everything. It is. How far of a drive is that for you? A couple hours, I want to say. Not okay. too bad. Yeah. Worth it. And I could probably do it in a day and it wouldn't be terrible. Maybe I'll stay over a night or something. But. Yeah, right I'll on. let you know. Maybe you can yeah, drive over. Right. And, yeah, 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 for yeah. Sure. Get Ginger. We have a little clubhouse meetup. Oh, Shannon too. She's kind of close yeah. there. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Nice. So you can tell I like this stuff to do in uh, the national uh, area. Do what about Virginia Beach? You said Virginia Beach is the go-to beach place. Um, right. Hey, did Virginia you go there? Beach did you go there when you were young? Yep, I went there uh, when I was young, um, and I still go there frequently. Um, and then there's also Ocean City that's in Maryland. So that's another beach to go to uh, that's in driving distance. Ocean City is awesome. We uh, had Senior Week there. I went to Senior Week three times. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, we had it there, and it used to be a little bit not. I don't want to say seedy, but it got it got a little bit better now. And you definitely couldn't do what we did during Senior Week anymore. But we right. here in Central PA are well acquainted with Ocean City, Maryland for sure. Jersey Shore and there would probably be the two places. Um, I agree. What about Virginia Beach or or Ocean City? Do you have any go to places that you like to go when you're there? or Anything? No, I just like to explore like the different seafood restaurants honestly while you're on the beach you know you want something light um you know as as any beach you're mostly drinking more than you're eating so and then let's talk about what everybody wants to know if they are moving somewhere is what am i going to get for my money so i'll preface this right in central pa you can kind of get a starter what i would call kind of the starter dream white picket fence, two-story house with a two-car garage on a 0.2-acre lot starting at, let's say, 300-ish. About a year or two ago, you could probably get into that, maybe not a great one, but 250-ish, but now you can't, a 300, easy to get a two-car garage, if not more. So how does that compare to what you're dealing with there? So I would say 450 is the minimum. Start like For, for exactly what you described, 450 would be the minimum um, required to get. And would that like be that. where you are um, or further out? Or I'm assuming the closer you get to DC, the more expensive yeah, that, things and that's are. Closer to, yeah. So the closer you get into DC, you're looking at 500, 550 for exactly what you explained. Um, where I'm sitting right now, Woodbridge, it's about 450. And if you were to go a little bit further south into Stafford, Fredericksburg area, um, 450 would get you something possibly newer, not necessarily as old as it would be. Um, in, in the Woodbridge area. When I say old, I mean like early 2000s, whereas if you go to the Stafford, Fredericksburg area, you may get something later, the later 2000s. 
Okay. And then my next question is about age, actually. Do you have a mix of, you're obviously on the East. We're all, we have old stuff here in the Northeast because we're the first part of the country that kind of right. developed. So we have lots of old stuff. So I'm assuming like our downtowns and little towns and everything, everything's like a 1900, 1920. Um, is it the same thing there? All the stuff is. downtowns is kind of old. Yep. You got the history. Not bad, but old. Yeah. Old historic, like um, just the, the infrastructure of the homes. The, the stones that are used. So we do have that in Old Town. We have that in DC. We have that in uh, uh, Old Town Fredericks or downtown Fredericksburg. Um, and there's like many parts of all, uh, Alexandria and Arlington that have the historic piece to it. And do those areas end up being like the really expensive areas? Cause they're Absolutely. landlocked. They're not making any more of these things. People start fixing them up. It costs a fortune to fix them up. Um, so is that kind of how it is? And are they, are these like big mansions or, or what kind of size are they? No, they're row house, like uh, brownstones, like from New York, like you know, you have in New York. So similar style homes where they're, you know, um, tall and narrow and but long once you get inside. And are there is there are there any areas kind of a little bit further out, but maybe there where all the rich people used to live. So it's kind of on the outskirts, but those like old mansion kind of areas. Is there anything like that? Yeah, there's there's stuff like that out there. Some there's some in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Um, there's there's definitely some of that in Alexandria, Virginia. Um, a little bit further out, um, and then there's uh, in Vienna. There's there's some of that stuff in Vienna, Virginia. Um, Tyson's Corner, if you guys are familiar with that area, um, there's stuff like that that you mentioned. Okay. And then what about like if somebody has a million bucks to spend, what are they going to get in your area? Let's start with where you are. A uh, million dollars. Uh, you know, it's funny you say a million dollars because probably like you said, three, four years ago, that's probably like a lot of money. But in today's market, a million dollars would, um, I mean, it would get you like a five or six bedroom house four, you know, four bathroom, um, as far as acreage, you probably wouldn't get, like, I know there's a house across the street in this neighborhood, um, Potomac Shores. It's just sold for a, over a million and it's probably on point two, three, maybe acres. If that, um, basically no yard, but it's got that, uh, city lifestyle, but suburban area feel to it. And so are they still, what sorry, go ahead. No, I would say so a million dollars just depends on what you're looking for and what areas you're looking for and what you'll get for it. And are they still building stuff? They are building a lot right now, especially the further south you go. Um, they're, they're building um, what I like to call the retirement homes, like one level homes, because we never thought about the baby boomers wanting to retire and them needing the one level home. So we're seeing a lot of builders trying to gravitate towards that floor plan. And in order to get that, we really have to start going south for land purposes. And whether it was mostly like corn fields and soy fields that are getting? Pretty much, yeah. Or old we got plenty of that here. That's <laughs> pretty much all family land that, you know, that people have kept in the family for so long and they finally have sold it off to builders um, so they can make, make room for these uh, retirees. And then let's talk about what you said, uh, the richest county in the world. Let's highlight that a little bit. What state, what county that is again, and then tell uh, us a little bit about it. So Loudoun County, it is. Um, L-O-U-D-E-N? L-O-U-D-O-N. Uh, L-O-U-D-O-N, Loudoun. 
Um, and so that's about 45 minutes to an hour from where I'm sitting. Um, it's got, it's, it's very IT heavy. Um, a lot of IT companies out in that, in that region. Um, a lot of CEOs are in that area. The Redskins training camp is in that area. So you'll see football players casually walking around in Loudoun one, um, which is a, um, a, not, not a shopping area, but like a, just a, um, I guess you can call it a restaurant district slash shopping area. Um, it's basically right here to the left of DC kind of over here. Yep. Is kind of what it said on the other thing. Is that correct? Yep. Gotcha. And then uh, what about schools? We can't talk about whether schools are good or bad or anything, but there are public schools available for people Absolutely. that live public in the area. Public schools, private schools, um, homeschooling is always an option as well. There you go. When it snows in the winter and there's sleet and rain and you got to stay home, it doesn't matter because you can right. homeschool. Although, like I said, we're doing the Zooms and everybody's missing out on snow days anyway. We used to make uh, ice cream. Did you ever make ice cream out of snow? Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Bring it in and get some food coloring and, you know, make it rainbows and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Those Texans don't know nothing about homemade <laughs> ice they cream. They shut down completely with a little bit of snow, right? <laughs> it's hilarious. Well, didn't Georgia and Florida, there was a couple other states that kind of like had the same thing too, I think. Right, right. Yeah. North Carolina too. They had gotten a little bit of the flurry and uh, shut down everything. Yeah, yeah. Does it, what about skiing? I didn't talk about this when we talked about it. I just so thought of it for some reason. There is a resort. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, and actually, I think, I think there's an indoor skiing resort that's coming close uh, locally. And I want to say it's Springfield, Virginia is about 20 minutes from me. Indoor? I think it's indoor. I don't quote me on it. I know there's a big platform coming. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. Had I known that was going to be one of the questions, I probably would have researched it for sure. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Springfield, Virginia, um, they're coming up with this. I think it's an indoor ski resort. Um, but there is a ski resort in Virginia. I'm trying to think of it. Massanutten, that's what it's called. That is it. I didn't know it, but as soon as you said it, I was like, yes, and I have been there. I think it's pretty decent, actually. It's bigger than Round Top Mountain Resort, which is what we have in our so backyard. That's the first, time, first time I went skiing, the only time I went skiing is that's where I went, Round Top. Oh, and really? I, yeah. That was the first and last time I ever went skiing. <laughs> I tell you, all the bumps and bruises, you don't feel them when you're out there, but the next day, oh, man, it's painful. <laughs> Oh, totally. I did. I started when I was young, so I kind of forgot what it was like to learn how to. And then we took uh, snow or uh, snowboard lessons, and I don't know how to do that. And I fell, hit my tailbone like two times. I literally just took it off and chucked it. I was like, I'm done. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm just good at skiing. How about that? I, I'm already good at skiing. I don't need to get good at this, too. So my fear with skiing was like my legs going the opposite direction, right, and breaking a leg or something. So I stuck to snowboarding. At least my legs were together. And if I was going to fall, I was going to fall like one way or the other, but it's still painful. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say snowboarding would be better for you then. And they yeah, wear helmets yeah. now. We didn't used to wear helmets, um, but everybody has a helmet now, which is actually, I, I did cave and get one and it's the bomb. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I got Bluetooth in the speakers. Not. Probably not when you were younger. Probably it's not, kind yeah. of a, a new thing with the hyper, hyper safety and all that these days. Right. So anything else you want to say about the, the home prices or anything? What about what out if somebody did move to like DC? What would they be looking at if they did move into like the DC city just a, for like a little brownstone? 
DCs, I mean, that's an expensive market. And I'm not lied to you if I if I told you about DC pricing because I'm not licensed in that area. But I would imagine the minimum in DC, you're probably looking at 750 and up. Yeah, and do do you guys have HOAs not in DC but in your area? HOAs, gated communities, that kind of thing. We do have gated communities. We have HOAs, and we have some areas that are um, in an HOA and a condo where it's a townhouse, but it's in a condo association that has the condo fee and the HOA fee. And the one thing that back back in the day when I questioned that, and I say back in the day when I was um, an investor myself, um, they they described that as the only way to get permits for the number of houses they wanted to build. So they had to have a certain, um, I guess, a division of how many needed to be condos versus how many had to be townhouses. So they they overcame that by making them townhouse condos. So they you have the townhouse feel, but in a condo association. Yeah. For those who might be confused, condominium is just a form of ownership. It doesn't mean it's necessarily uh, an apartment. That's what people, right. if you say condo, they think it's like an apartment type of thing that you can buy, which it could be, but it's really just a way to subdivide a parcel to sell them individually. So we even have commercial condominiums here. Like there's a Lowe's and uh, I don't know if it's still a Lowe's, but there's some big box ones that actually are on condo land, a commercial condo land. So condominium is just a form of ownership if anybody was confused about that. Um, and with the HOA fees here, I mean, Florida, they're nuts. Every HOA fee is crazy as far as we're concerned. Here, I basically look at it, if it's like 80 to 150-ish, if it's below 80, I'm asking questions, why is it so low? It probably doesn't cover anything, which might, might be fine, but I'm gonna ask a little bit of questions. If it's uh, above 150, then there better be some kind of amenity or some reason, or, or I'm definitely gonna ask questions. We're checking either way with all of it, with the condo docs and everything, or HOA docs. But um, So we're in that 80 to 150-ish range. Where are you, do you think? I would say that's pretty accurate for us as well. Um, what I've also learned is, the, the, the lesser the HOA, the, the lesser they cover and the fact that they won't have amenities, right? The only amenity they may have is a tot lot um, or they may not cover, you know, or their HOA is only covering the garbage, right? And snow removal. And the, the tot lot was room. that shared ride thing? Yeah, yeah. Where you like little horsies for kids and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Didn't you, wasn't there a name for the lot where people meet oh, to do lot. the shared run? Oh, the commuter lot? Slug, slug line. Slug line. All right. You got too many special jargon terms for your lots. And, hey, if you and... guys are confused after this video, just feel free to reach out and be like, hey, what was that lot called? You more than have to answer that question for you. Um, and then, so, you know, the higher the HOA, obviously, like you mentioned, right, there's going to be amenities. Uh, there may be a pool. There may, And it also depends on even if it's a higher HOA, it just depends on how many houses are in that development, right? To, that are going to, you're going to spread that cost over. Um, and there's a new fee that I don't know if you guys have it in, uh, in the area you're in Derek, but we have CDA uh, as well, which is um, an additional tax in these new developments that are coming up that are basically what the way it's been explained is all the amenities are built up front in a community where the builder or, or the, or the, uh, the developer takes a, a, a bond out to, to get these uh, amenities put into place first. And then the homeowner is paying on a monthly basis to to pay off this bond that they have. And the amount is divided, divided amongst the houses that are being built in that community. Um, and so that's a new thing that's starting to happen. And the new 
newer, I guess, suburban or city style, city lifestyle homes, but in a suburban area. That makes sense. And we have a couple of those around here. There's maybe one builder in particular that has like one or two of those kind of self-contained neighborhoods. There's a park, there's a pool, there's a downtown, there's a salon, there's a pizza shop all right. within it. And, and we only have, that's about the only thing here that's like that. So we're seeing more and more of that in this region as well. Um, that's cool. As people are like realizing they don't want to you know, on the weekends, they don't want to cut grass and, and they don't want to do this. They want they want to be in a neighborhood where they're enjoying life. I feel you. I don't want to cut grass either. We used to live in a townhouse and then we moved and I was like, how about we just get a bigger townhouse? Because I don't want to do like any of that <laughs> stuff. Once you get used to it, why would I want to? The right. old dads used to have like the King of the Hill, that show, everybody like I want to have the best lawn and all this pride in my best bushes. I, I mean, I want if I have a lawn, I want it to look presentable, but I have no... I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't have a green thumb. So, you know, grass cutting and, and the seeding is, is the most they're going to get from me. You know what I mean? <laughs> there you go. I don't even want to do that. I will if I have to, but uh, right. I'd rather play with my kids or do something else. Once you have kids, maybe you'll right. feel differently or, or more passionately about it. So last question you got here, uh, which has nothing to do with about real estate, your place or my place or anywhere is... Uh, if you could do any other profession, what would you do? So if you could do something else, what would you do? You know what? I, I, I love what I do now because it doesn't feel like work or anything. So, um, but if I had to do something and it was you know, like a gun to my head, I would probably go back to school and finish off my law degree and become a lawyer. Okay. To what end? What would you, any specific thing that you would concentrate on? Uh, criminal law and family law. What does, uh, so family law would be like divorces and stuff? Divorces, um, child custody, um, and anything, you know, related to, you know, wills, trusts and stuff and such. Probate. You could be a lead source for a realtor. There you yeah. go. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. So um, now before we go out, read aloud your phone number, uh, website and email and everything for anybody that might be listening rather than watching later. Awesome. My phone number, and this is my direct cell phone number, 571-201-5909. You can also email me at aj at ajcellsnova.com or check out my website at ajcellsnova.com. Pretty easy, ajcellsnova.com. What's the Nova? Because Villanova or something around there? No, because no, that's Philly. Northern Virginia. Oh, there you go. <laughs> is that what you all call it? Yep, Nova. Okay, so if you are an insider in Nova, you're going to call it Nova. Like we say Central PA, but I've heard other states don't uh, say their state that way, PA. Everybody says, so what do you say Virginia whenever you say your state, right? Correct. Or do you? would you say like Central VA? No, I mean, just so, so depending on who I'm talking to, you so they'll ask like, hey, what part of Virginia are you from? You're like, oh, Northern Virginia, right, right, right outside of D.C. But if they're an insider, you'd just say Nova. And if, Nova, they, yeah. if they if they were a true insider, they'd know what you were talking about exactly. by Nova. Absolutely. Awesome. 
we'll leave your information up and there will be all links to his whatever he's got his Googles his YouTubes his Facebooks Instagrams all that stuff up or down wherever you're watching uh, feel free to contact me if you need to buy or sell a home if you need to sell here and move to the national capital region or it'd be a nice place for somebody here to buy an investment or have like a nice Airbnb right outside Airbnb outside of there um, and we actually even get home buyers from that area because it's so much cheaper here people yes. would rather drive like three hours and have a mansion on 50 acres um, and dad just drives in there during the week or whatever or mom uh, so contact me if you need to buy or sell a house call me text me email me throw a rock through my window send a carrier pigeon whatever you need to do we still need inventory maybe when you're watching it we don't but right now we still do and here we'll touch on that because we do have about 10 seconds or so uh, is it pretty crazy there right now in it November is. of 2021 it is it is still crazy and we're still a shortage of inventory so if you're looking to sell please give us a call there you go yep 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 and, and rates are still pretty good so if you're buying you're still good on that that part too so reach out to us thanks for watching and listening everybody and uh peace out say peace bye out. Thanks, Terry. <laughs>